I am Raheem Salam. And I'm Ben Maroney. Transmitting from Hostile Earphoria, and this is What About Chicago? Exploring live arts, art, music, entertainment, and culture. Oh, hello, everyone. Nice to see you and hear from you again. Hello to the five. Wow, Ben Maroney's back. How was your week off, babe? Uh, it was treacherous. Ooh. Treacherous on my lonely walks without you. No, you know. With only the art to guide me. No, I was a little lonely, but you know, man, right away. That art, music, entertainment, and culture, it just lifts my spirits. So I did miss you, but I was fine. Not that much. Glad to see you back, though. And, you know, I'm really excited because this week we have a wonderful guest, a creator, director, facilitator, activist, etc., etc. We have Denise Yvette Serna in the house. Am I pronouncing your name right, Denise? Yeah, you can roll the R if you want. Okay, I, I'm not good at those things, but I'll try <laughs> if you'll guide me and be patient. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Denise, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate you taking the walk all the way over here to Euphoria. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. No, we're going to pick your brain, see what's good, see all the wonderful things you're not only doing in Chicago, but have done around the world. But first, we can't be late, Denise. We got to take that walk. You know, we'll be in trouble if we're late because we ain't walking very far. <laughs> and this is uh, Friday, May 10th, 8 p.m. We are going here, Euphoria, Chicago, 3464 West Diversity Avenue. This is going to be an amazing show with musical performances by Cordoba, Moon Type. One of your faves. Ooh, call me at a bad time. I'm spinning round. Uh, that's, I want you to play that one, Ben. Um, okay. Chaos in Creation will be there. And Cry Baby taking the walk all the way from South Carolina. Welcome. Is that the home of Senator Lindsey Graham? Do you remember? No. Ooh. Neither do you. Ooh. <laughs> I got to get back. I'm on page 42 of the Mueller report. But, you know, don't mind that. We got to mention the artists, man. They're going to have some great art by Brian Daniel Joseph. And an, a, one of my favorite artists as well, Tesh Silver, will be displaying some art. Can't wait, man. Friday, 8 p.m., May 10th, Euphoria, Chicago. Say hi to myself, Mr. Ben Maroney, and Hello. all. What's up? Hello? Oh, 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 okay. Back you scared them. me. Don't say hi like that to them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now say hi to all the ear four reacts. Hope to see you there. What about it?
Hey, hey, we got Denise in the house. Thanks for coming again, Denise. And I want to make sure people can find you. I got a, a the main site you should go to. This is the, the focal point. I, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Denise. It's your name, DeniseYvetteSerna.com. Yeah, that's and, the best place to find. And can they hit you up there and, and you'll be like, yo, what's up? Hey. Yes. Um, there's, <laughs> there's a form to email me if folks want to email me. Um, and... Yeah, that's the best way to get me. I'm always on my email. No, a lot of good information about uh, Denise and what she does. Now, tell us a little bit about your your focus. Uh, and you're you're definitely involved heavily in the theater, but I'd rather the five listeners hear it from you directly as we get this started. Yes, yeah, so I am a director and a producer and a curator most of the time. Um, so that is, like you said, directing for theater, but. My favorite thing to do is to create a device theater, a multidisciplinary device theater, and a lot of times with um, site-specific. So we create things with the people in the room for the room that they're in. No, dope, dope. And that's going to bring us to um, Global Hive Laboratories. Yes. And that you're co-founder of, of this uh, organization, and we're going to talk about that. But we're going to take this walk real quick. It's Friday, May 10th. 9.30 p.m. We're going to Cole's. We're going to say hi to Cole. What a nice young man. I think Cole's younger than me. We got to find that out, man. I got to get that Cole bag. 2338 North Milwaukee Avenue. Another great musical performance at Cole's. Be careful at Cole's, man. Say what's up to Cole, and if you got a problem, then get Cole. Get Cole. Cole. For real. All right. They got no men. One of my favorites, Hell is Real. Yes, it is, no man. Let's go. Wet Wallet's in the house. Love Wet Wallet. Don't like to have a Wet Wallet, but I love their music. Me neither. And I think GRL Wood, Girlwood? Girlwood, no I. Girlwood, all the way from the bluegrass state of Kentucky. Wow. <laughs> How'd you know that? They took that walk. Dude, I pay attention. I'm an American. Oh. I love America. Praise art. <laughs> <laughs> we can we could fight me. We could talk about it. <laughs> now you sounding like an American. <laughs> <laughs> no, merciful peace, y'all. Especially this Friday, May 10th, 9.30 p.m. at that Coles Bar, 2338 North Milwaukee Avenue. Betserna.com. Go there right now as you listen to the show, man. Hit her with a message like, we need your help, Denise. We got a bag waiting for you over here. <laughs> no, I wanted to ask you, uh, Denise, about Global Hive Laboratories and your work with them. Uh, as we mentioned before, you're a co-founder, and they can also reach Global Hive at globalhivelabs.org, correct? Correct. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. 
So Global Hive Laboratories is a collective of international theater practitioners who are interested in creating theater without borders. Our experimentation started uh, looking at clouded technology that's freely accessible to a lot of the population. So things like Skype, Google Hangouts, Dropbox, things like that. How can we uh, produce and administrate a show even though we're all in different countries because who can afford to get there? Uh, so that was our first experiment and we... Uh, we had a workshop in London uh, a year or two ago uh, about climate change, and there were people there from different countries, and we, we devised theater, and we used a lot of technology. Like, how do, you, how do you rehearse a play if the actors are in two different countries? So we, wh who's videoing in? Are there puppeteers who are moving the screens that these people are, are, are speaking from? And so that grew into the project that we've been working on this year, which is a step further, not only creating internationally, uh, through workshops, but um, doing it with an ensemble from four countries. So we did workshops in England, France, and Italy. The fourth one will be in Chicago. And together, we are trying to uh, devise work that not only uses technology to connect people, but integrates access design into the generation process so that every piece of theater that we make is inherently accessible to people who move through the world differently than we do, like people with disabilities, people who are deaf and hard of hearing, people with sensory sensitivities, and even further than that, people who have small children, people um, who are older, things like that. So that's sort of what we've been doing this year. You know, Denise, this is amazing. And, and, you know, a lot of folks talk a lot of ish about the Internet. <laughs> but um, this, these sort of projects is really using it to its best potential. And um, we're going to definitely dig in a little more and, and see how you guys are doing that. Uh, but first, we got to hit that last Friday, y'all. And this is a cool one, man. The homie Radius been around the world. I can't I can hardly believe Radius is back in Chicago. Radius, you know, for their love of travels and spreading the gospel of the art, is dedicated to the Chicago beat scene. Definitely, definitely. And shouts out to ETC Records. They're going to present this one uh, Friday, May 10th, 10 p.m. at Elastic Arts, 3429 West Diversity Avenue. They call this Radius the Embrace the Circle release. So Radius and ETC, they're going to come out with this full-length release, Embrace the Circle, and they're going to have some of the featured guests at Elastic that are on the album. And those featured guests are Beyond Lucky, Dia L, Cuts on Cuts, Cuts with a Z on Cuts with a S. Mm. Ooh, I see you. Lagos in the house. Renee Cruz and Sam Trump. I know last time uh, I saw Sam Trump was at that Michael DeVille show at uh, Lincoln Hall. Lincoln Hall. Oh. Beautiful show, though. Love to see them there. Great, great, talented Sam Trump. Also live painting from Jasmina Kazaku. Is that how you would say it? That's how I would say it. Kazaku. All right. Shouts out to Jasmina. We'll see you there, guys. 10 p.m. Friday, May 10th. Elastic Arts, 3429 West Diversity.
us this week. Now, we talked about Global Hive Laboratories, and you can reach them at globalhivelabs.org. I wanted to dive a little deeper. You did explain a bit of this, but I heard you once say about uh, the way you're, you're presenting uh, theater or art in general is the, the dialogue having multiple access points. And you did explain a little bit about that, but if you could go a little deeper on, on some of the ways you're going to do that, or even like how were you were inspired to even think this way. I think that theater is a really unique platform for dialogue, and it is an experience that is shared only by the people in the room while it's happening, and then it never happens again. And for people to be able to access those conversations is going to bring our communities together and encourage radical empathy within all of us. And so when we think of accessibility for theater, we often think of sort of capital A access, which is access for people with disabilities, which is one layer of the work that we that we try to support in the world, which is making sure that people who are moving through the world differently than we are, are able to experience our shows to the same potential as people who people I walk through the world I can see I can hear all right I can I can you know go down the stairs for the subway those sorts of things so that's part of what we're doing with access but there's another part of it there's something to be said about multidisciplinary art spaces because I might not necessarily care about watching a football game but I might weep at the symphony and yet I still want to be in conversation with the person who's weeping at the Packers game and so how can I create a theatrical experience that has something for that person to connect to and has something for me to connect to. And even though we had different doorways, we wind up in the same room and we get to have these conversations and hopefully learn about one another and have empathy for one another. No, that's awesome. And uh, you guys are certainly doing a great job. And we're going to talk about um, Medusa in the next segment. And that, that also is encompassing all of these elements, I, I believe, that we just explained. And we'll, we'll dive into that. But we're going to take this walk. Uh, we're coming up on the Saturday, Mr. Maroney. I'm excited. It's an early one. You think you can make it this early? Oh, uh, 100%. Ooh. I'm going to have to make sure I take my vitamins Saturday, 10 a.m., May 11th. This, this is called Envision Unlimited. Uh, or at Envision Unlimited yes. is the space, it's the name of the, the space. Zero Landfill Chicago event. And uh, this is their spring 2019 event with Zero Landfill Chicago, 1801 North Spalding Avenue is the location you want to be at. They want you to drop off. Well, they say drop off samples that are filling up your interiors library or volunteer to help us sort and arrange the donations. The big day to give away all of the donations is May 11th. Bring your own bags and take as much as you like. So, hey. Nice little swap. Let's go. Zero landfill, man. Zero landfill. That's what they're gunning for, man. That's a tough one. To, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty large bag to fill, man. Well, but you, I like, me, and the five, we can make it happen. I like that we're getting this started. You know, zero landfills. I got a lot of great dreams. You know, first person on the sun. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still building the ship. Are on all the sidewalks? <laughs> I'm, still making the, I'm still making the helmet, y'all. But no, they no. We can all do this if we try. Let's start this Saturday, May eleventh, ten a.m. Envision Unlimited, eighteen oh one North Spalding Avenue.
Right, what about Chicago? Denise Yvette Serna.com. Hit her up, man. Say, hey, just say, yo, I heard you on What About Chicago. I want you, I want to give you a bag. <laughs> Only if you got the bag. Production no. Happen. No. Say hi and, and show some support. And all the productions that Denise is involved in are top-notch, amazing, <laughs> amazing productions. And we're gonna talk about one of them that's coming up. Uh, this is called Medusa. And um, I think now is Pop Magic, uh, Global Hive Labs, and and Las Tablas. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. And Las Tablas dot org. Are all them involved in this? Yes. So Global Hive is a collective of artists. We're not a production company. We don't uh, we don't have any sort of finances or anything like that. We're just people who want to get together and 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 figure things out. You know, figure out the future of our industry. Um, Pop Magic's Pop Magic Productions had an incubator series this year, and they chose two projects to support and help produce. And so ours was one of them. And because of our goals with uh, radical access and um, making sure that we're taking the work that we're doing to the communities that we're a part of, which is communities on the west side and communities on the south side, uh, we wanted to partner with someone who is already doing the work, who has been doing the work, and to to share resources and to support one another. And so Maritza Nazario, who runs in Las Tablas, is uh, an artist around town and has been uh, making theater and making art with her community for decades. And so her company is uh, offering us support through space and through community connections and helping us book our tour and things like that. So we're, And then in return, we're, we're connecting our community with the work that they do. Awesome, awesome. And... Um I do want to get a little deeper. Uh, I, I did lead you to to talking about um, a, a lot of the production side of the things, but I do want to find out Medusa, uh, the content of it, because it's very interesting. I like the way you guys are approaching that. Uh, but we're going to take that walk uh, first. We got another Saturday one, Ben, and it's at noon. Lots of early fun this week. I love it, man. We can have the early. Fu- oh no! Is this? Is it? Are they doing it this early? Yeah, it's noon to five. Wow! Auxiliary Art Center, A.K.A. What's S- Society Shy? That is correct. Society Shy, getting it in. Shouts out to Alex Palma and them, Woo! doing a great job. I want to see more art on the walls as usual, but I love what they're doing over there. They do have that great Perfect Grill piece going on. Yeah, shouts out to Perf Grill. Good job. Go see it with your own eyes this Saturday, May 11th, noonish, 3012 West Belmont. Dumpster Tapes is in the house. They present one. What do they call this? Demolition? Yeah, that's correct. Ooh. I couldn't remember the hotkey to make the accent on the Ah, oh. uh, I see. I see. I see what you're doing. Trying to mess me up. No. It doesn't matter. I mess I'll mess it up anyway. <laughs> now Dumpster Tapes, they are ecstatic to announce that they're back with a third year of demolition. Their showcase is dedicated to Chicago's Latinx-fronted garage, punk, and psych rock bands. This year's fundraiser is for Al Otro Lado and their Vida Libre project. 
a, re a rotating bond fund for asylum seekers, migrants, and refugees in detention. So, man, this is a great job Dumpster Tapes is doing. And it, this is the third year. Wow. It's been, yeah, it's been going on for a minute. Every year. They awesome. got some great bands on this one, too. Yeah, uh, Town Criers, uh, Pero Fero, Tensi, Peking. Tensi was just, we they were just at the hideout last Sunday. That was great. Uh, we played them on the show. And Girl K, I thought Girl K was out of town. Maybe they're getting back just then from their nice uh, tour around around the United States world. Yeah, they're coming <laughs> back, to, back to play Demolition year three. They couldn't miss it. All right, support the cause, y'all. Hope to see you there this Saturday, May 11th, noon to 5, they say. Auxiliary Arts Center, 3012 West Belmont Avenue. Cherish all these holy days. They will dim and fade away. Right. What about Chicago? We got Denise Serna on the show, taking them walks with us. I am so happy that you have decided to come. I hope we're we're not um, holding you up from all that Medusa work you need to do. <laughs> but no, tell us about Medusa. What what is uh what's that all about? Is it the classic Medusa story or what's going on? It's not the classic Medusa story. So we wanted to make work with an international ensemble, which meant that we weren't always going to be working with people who spoke the same language as one another. And so the text that was our stimulus needed to be something that has been translated and thought about uh, through different cultures and different, different languages for a long time, which is why we went to mythology. And when we first were brainstorming this this project it was right about when all of the me too uh things were coming to light and so many women e even in the city in the theater industry were really boldly and bravely speaking out about their experience as women in the city and not just white women but women who were poc women who were um queer and non-binary and so we decided that this story of someone who is sexually assaulted and then punished for it was something that we wanted to explore. And so with the ensembles in each city, we chose different themes from this myth and through their particular art practices and experiences, devised parts of the story. And our goal is to tell a contemporary intersectional feminist version of the myth of Medusa that people know. All right, guys, make sure you, you check out Medusa. And when is that all popping off? I know we're gonna talk a little later about a, a fundraiser that's gonna be happening soon. Uh, but do you have a, um, well, yeah, tell us when the fundraiser is happening. The fundraiser is May 18th, and the production will tour for two weekends, starting the weekend of August 16th, and will be on the west side and on the south side, and then one show on the east side. Tight, tight, and we're going to keep drilling that into your brain throughout the show. 
so because we want you to take that walk and see you there but we've got one more saturday fun zone for you may 11th 9 p.m this is at the upstairs i don't know ever think i've been upstairs I haven't been there either, but I do know it's uptown. Ooh. Now, this is a Creative Cloud Volume 3, Music and Art. And isn't this in association with uh, our main peeps from Nomadic Breed? Oh, Torier and Scotty? Yes. Yes, I believe it is. Awesome. Shouts out to Nomadic Breed. They were on the show a couple weeks back. You can You can double back and hear their words for yourself if you want. Uh, yeah, over there on SoundCloud and their and their music, like they was all shy about it. Like they don't be acting like they make the music. It was lit. It's like some real turn up. It is turn. It is turn. <laughs> all right, go check this one out, man. They always have a great time at the Nomadic Breed joints. This is called Creative Cloud, and it's Volume Three. They're back in Uptown with another showcase for everybody. Come through and support your local artists. Yo, I guarantee, man. They have great merch, great fashion. I know there's going to be food for sale. Food will I be for sale. I know there's going to be live painting. There'll be live painting and There'll great be body painting. Ooh, the body's painted. Word. Art everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, shouts out to uh, Nomadic Breed and all the folks involved in Creative Cloud Volume 3. We're going to see you there this Saturday, May 11th, 9 p.m. at the Upstairs. And if you need the address... For that amazing place they call the upstairs. Hit us up or ask a punk. Facebook.com slash what about Chicago. this Sunday and do a Monday smoke break? Yes, sir. All right, cool. All right, y'all. Right, praise art. It's Sunday. We got Denise here with us. DeniseYvetteSerna.com. Make sure you go there. Check out GlobalHiveLabs.org as well, as well as PopMagic.org, of course. We're going to talk about some of your history with them a little more as well. But I wanted to ask you first, you know, um, the work you're doing with uh, Global hive labs and and um with medusa and a lot of other organizations it makes me think of um uh and and also uh i looked up somewhere you worked with a, a place called art equities is that is that true uh now i guess their thing was to facilitate and help support equity-based initiatives nationwide so what was like seems like this has always been a passion for you and and you know, supporting equity doesn't necessarily, like, that's that's not always been something in the theater, you know, per se. So what 
what has been like your real inspiration to sort of bring that to the theater and make them sort of, in, in the words that I've read uh, in association with you before, anti-racist forces in the community? Mm. So Art Equity is a really great organization that is training people to facilitate conversations about equity, whether it's a race-based, gender-based, ability-based within uh, arts organizations. And I trained to be a facilitator with them a few years ago. And I didn't have a good vocabulary or analysis for my ideas before I, I went through that. Um, I was definitely I, I was definitely well read about the things that I was passionate about, but having a, a framework with which to have conversations about race, oppression, and privilege within not only the work that we create, this, but the spaces that we create it in, um, being able to have a framework for that directly affected the way that I create theater because it's it's a part of it's a part of my my mission now. So um, yeah, if that answers your question. Oh yeah, definitely. Know. Now, have you received any pushback uh, trying to bring equity to the theater from any of your colleagues or experiences you've been in? And you don't got to put anybody on blast or name names if you don't want to. <laughs> you can, but yeah, yeah, you can do what you want with that. But yeah, I'm just curious to mm. to to see if maybe there's been, and I'm sure there has, mm. but uh, if if you'd want to talk about that at all, you know. I love our city, and Chicago is at the forefront of these conversations nationwide. Um, from everything to the conversation about safe spaces and all-gender restrooms to the implementation of the Chicago Theater Standards, which um, sets up systems to report and uh, hold people accountable for instances of abuse within rehearsals uh, in uh, processes that maybe aren't part of the union like aren't equity equity processes um so chicago really is excited for this work but as you probably know a lot of the institutions that have thrived in this city for a long time are made up of people of a particular social location right you had to have a certain amount of of social collateral and movement to be able to run a company and and be successful so a lot of straight people a lot of white people the people who who have been running the industry f for a long time have been people um who are not like the people who are coming up now. And so they are excited to learn, but people definitely make mistakes. And I've been really fortunate to be invited into places where people are eager to learn. And when they make a mistake, they want to learn to do better and try again. No, that's awesome. And, um, you know, it's organizations uh, like, uh, you know, Global uh, lab and and pop magic that have been helping a lot with that transition that progression that evolution of uh equality uh you know all across the board still got a lot of work to do this sunday let's hope we get some more work done it's not going to happen here but we need a respite sometimes at night hear a few words hear, hear some music and get up early in the morning for the next one yo the owl check it out this Sunday, May 12th. I would never be in the owl if it wasn't for these great artists that will perform this day at 2521 North Milwaukee Avenue. Hey, owl. You guys changed up a little bit. They got a little remodeling. I see the, uh, the tape machines missing. Y'all should put that tape machine back up. It's got all those great local bands in it that you guys need to, uh, Make sure you bring a couple bucks, put in the machine, get the merch. They're going to have some good ones this uh, this night, 9 p.m. Jackson Davis will be there. 
along with cheer chair and breathers who are taking the walk all the way from Atlanta. Welcome. Thank you for coming, breathers. Hope to see you Sunday, May 12th, 9 p.m. at the Owl Praise Art, 2521 North Milwaukee Avenue. All right, y'all, we're taking that Monday walk with Denise. Now, I wanted to ask you, Denise, you've done some work over the years with Pop Magic Productions. Uh, tell us about your relationship with them. Um, I am an artistic associate of Pop Magic, and Pop Magic is interested in um, producing the work that artists want to produce. And so whatever that, that thing is, the... Uh, bespoke album release party, the music video, the salon space. And so my work with Pop Magic has been very much about the things that I'm interested in. And so a lot of the projects have been about uh, building community within the artists in Chicago. I had a salon with Pop Magic called Homeset, where we would every month be in a different living room in Chicago and we would have artists of different disciplines come and share works in progress and then just have opportunities for people to chat about it so that we could all be thinking together and growing together. No, and that home set uh, series was amazing. I mm -hmm. had the opportunity to be a part of, of one of them and it was great, man. Shouts out to home set and, um, you know, l would like to see a lot more. You guys are doing a lot more stuff uh, in that vein as well. Go to popmagic.org 
You can check out all the fun Pop Magic is having. And come check out this fun, y'all. It's Monday. Yes, yes, there is something to do every day of the week in Chica Go-Go. Explore that art, music, entertainment, and culture. This time at the Empty Bottle, 1035 Northwestern Avenue. We're going to see uh, this Monday, May 13th, 8.30 p.m., Woongi. They got a new record coming out. Yeah. Amazing. So new we don't even know the name. Don't know yet. We'll find out. Liam Kazar is also going to be performing and Blush Scars. Love Blush Scars, man. Great lineup. Shouts out to the Empty Bottle. Much respect. Keep them specials rolling. Make sure you drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. This Monday, May 13th, 8, 8.30 p.m., 1035 Northwestern Avenue. Denise Cerna in the house, DeniseYvetteCerna.com. Yo, Denise, I'm huge about education, and I know you're very well educated. <laughs> now, I wanted uh, you to tell us a bit about, if you're willing, I know you went to the uh, uh, Cedarville University. I'm interested about your time at Cedarville and how um, that has or has not 
sort of shaped uh, some of the things you do today. Funnily enough, Cedarville was the only university that I applied to. Mm. Um, I I was really interested in making theater that wasn't about selling myself, um, which a lot of times program. I mean, programs are are training you so that you have the um, the tool belt to be successful in the industry and to book gigs. And I was less interested in that. I was more interested in uh, art as a form of service. And so Cedarville University is a uh, Baptist university. And so their theater pedagogy is very much about art as service and art as worship. And so even though it was, it, it was not the same training I would have gotten in other places, like the things that they cared about were things that I cared about. And so I was able through that program and through being really clever and finding ways to do independent studies and things like that to really study the things that I wanted to learn to make art that created this platform for dialogue that I'm so interested in. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Like Rahim and Salam and I could learn a lot from you because we are also interested in art as worship. Mm -hmm. Yes. Praise art. Definitely. And uh, shouts out to Cedarville, uh, <laughs> the pride of Cedarville <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> University. <laughs> You know what's up. You know, what about Cedarville? They won't claim me. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame on Cedarville then. <laughs> no, we're going to um, we're gonna see some great art, though, this Tuesday. Now, the hideout, man. We keep saying, I don't know the stats are on the hideout, but you should definitely check out all the great shows they have there because uh, there's rumors it may not be around for too much longer. But we'll see. We'll see. At least we got this one show we gotta we gotta Hopefully give uh looking forward to we gotta it. give mayor lightfoot a call and get the status but in the meantime this tuesday may 14th they're gonna have a and, and the hideout by the way is located at 1354 west wabanzia this is an uh uh I, I guess you would call it a um uh, a residency for anna holmquist this month it's called uh the city is my heart and uh, Anna is going to be there, I think, every um, Tuesday for the month. On this mm. episode, they're going to have Esther, uh, which is a great band that uh, Anna fronts and writes a lot of beautiful songs for. Foco will be in the house as well. I think they have some new music they just came out with. And Cold Country, another great local Chicago band. I encourage you to check out uh, Anna at this event, but also you'll have, I think, one or two more opportunities uh, the rest of May. And that would be great, too, because the city is Anna's heart. <laughs> Anna does a great job. That's such a sweet sentiment. No, she does. Uh, Anna does a great job, uh, you know, with, with the performances and representing the artists of Chica Gogo. So you should you should support May 14th, Tuesday, 9 p.m., 1354, West
All right, what about Chicago? Denise in the house. Man, we appreciate you coming through. You've done so much work, so many productions, uh, been all around the world, uh, it seems. And I have so many questions, specific questions, but I, we only have so much time. I did want to ask you, if you could give us, uh, you know, some the seasoned ones, the seasoned of the five, as well as the <laughs> the new, uh, you know, directors and and actors and and uh, theater folks, um, some obs observations on similarities and differences in working with um, traditional theater companies like Steppenwolf. I know you did some work with them and mm -hmm. many others versus sort of the new foundation and approach like Pop Magic and Global Hive Labs. Like what, is there a, a gap in between or, or do you, you know, what were some of the, the things you may have learned and some of the struggles, hmm. and differences, I sh you know? You know, I've been really fortunate because when I came to the city, I knew the work that I wanted to make and how I wanted to make it. And so people that are hiring me know me by my work. And so the projects that I was invited to be a part of at Steppenwolf were incredibly my style. One was about, uh, one was like a hyper, <laughs> like a, a show about a family that had exploded mm -hmm. and their transgender teenager and how they're all just liberating themselves from every possible binary. Mm -hmm. And the other one that I did with them was, was a piece about bringing justice to Mexican women and so, and so because I, I'm really clear about the things that I'm interested in and, and the work I want to make and the value of my time, uh, there's only so many things you can do in a year and I want to make sure that the conversations that I'm holding space for are ones that matter to me. And so the things that I'm doing with Steppenwolf are the kinds of things I'm doing with Pop Magic. It's just a different scale, a different venue, and different groups of people that we get to engage with. No, and I, I feel that way, um, and which is sort of why I asked that question to kind of, like, reiterate that sentiment. You know, there has been a lot of borders and boundaries uh, in the past, but I think folks like you are demanding, uh, you know, to make a way and break those boundaries. And, and uh, folks like Steppenwolf and many others are doing a good job, it seems now, doing a better job. And... Um, in, including everyone and, and having those stories be told so and you're a big part of why that's happening so thank you and um hopefully at this next event we're gonna see some more groundbreaking work it's wednesday y'all may 15th and i think you can pop in uh throughout the day here but i i, I think it may start at 6 p.m the official um gathering of for the exhibition this is called exit two slash from at site galleries 37 south wabash now imagine at eight in the morning you exit your cozy apartment you enter to a new day as you enter a coffee shop you exit from a windy street in the constant action of traveling the line between entrance and exit blurs exit to from aims to provide an interactive installation and open exhibition experience to further complicate our perceptions of art and the everyday space all right now this is by um this is this is a collection comprised of artists misty chow uh naoki nakatani and hannah 
Basowitz. So shouts out to those artists. That sounds really, really cool. <laughs> no, it does. It does. And make sure you uh, check it out. Show them some support. This Wednesday, May 15th, uh, around 6-ish, 37 South Wabash. It's called Sight Galleries. What about it? Entering the Thursday zone, the last fun zone pleasure of the week. We've got Denise Serna here. DeniseVetserna.com is where you need to go to find out everything you need to know. Denise, I wanted to talk one more time about the upcoming fundraiser May 18th for the Medusa Project. Tell us, give us the rundown on that once again. Um, so one of our big priorities with this project is to have radically accessible performances, which means uh, charging very little to nothing at all for what we're presenting in the communities that we're visiting. Um, because of that, we want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to pay the artists that are giving us their time and their their labor. And so we have been raising money for the past several months to pay those wages. And so um, what folks are willing to donate at the door, as well as any sort of other raffles or things that are happening that evening, will all go to the wages of the artists that are going to be participating in this experimentation of radically accessible device theater. There will be uh, multiple performances. There's going to be a salsa class. There's going to be uh, flamenco dancing. There's going to be a clown. There's going to be music. Um, it should be a really good time. And we, we want people to know that we're, we're excited about bringing different kinds of artists together and different kinds of people together uh, to share in, in conversations. And this is one version of that. So we want all kinds of people there. Awesome, awesome. And this is going on May 18th at uh, Euphoria Chicago, 3464 West Diversity. What time should the folks show up and make sure they want to donate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it'll, it'll be an earlier one so, so that you can get home, uh, <laughs> within a reasonable, reasonable hour. hour. So y'all yes. can show, y'all can check that Facebook page for that start time. Tight. And we'll definitely keep you in tune, uh, on, on the fundraiser. Thank you so much once again for coming, Denise. Make sure you guys hit her up. DeniseYvetteCerna.com, PopMagic.org, GlobalHiveLabs.org. And we didn't get a chance to talk much about them, but enlastablas.org, E-N-L-A-S-T-A-B-L-A-S.org. 
Thank you, Denise. Thank you. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And so is this event this Thursday. Oh, my God. May 16th, 8 p.m. Just Us Gals. That monthly comedy show over there at Sleeping Village. What an amazing show every month at 3734 West Belmont Avenue. It's not to be missed, y'all. Live comedy, come party. And it, it combines a meticulously curated lineup of the best comedians in the city with some cool music, I'm sure. The lineup this month is Adrian Brandyberg, Noah Rocklin, Sorab Farazesh, and Sarah Squirm. Ooh, Hell Trap Nightmare. Watch out, Sarah Squirm's coming. Always a great lineup there. Very nice environment. They bring out the chairs. You got to sit. You got to drink. Oh, you can chill? Oh, you don't got to stand up? No, That's they lit. bring out 70 chairs. <laughs> That's tight. Just us gals. Shouts out to y'all. Sleeping Village, 3734 West Belmont Avenue this Thursday. Or, yeah, this Thursday. May 16th. May 16th, 8 p.m. Make sure you come through support and laugh. Yo, Ben Maroney. Raheem Salam. Denise Serna. Oh. oh, oh my word. Denise is giving us the thumbs up. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. This this week has just been so lively. I've learned so much about the theater, about new processes, new foundations and approach to art. New ways to interact with the art. The innovation is incredible. Each class, like you say, gets better and better and better. Best class ever. And, you know, it really makes us love you. Wherever you are. But what, what about, about Chicago? Chicago.